Woody Womack joined by Rob Cassidy on Rob's own podcast, <laughs> Florida <laughs> man and friends. Rob, how you doing? I've been reduced to being a, a guest on my own podcast. That's a first, really, though. You've come in, the man is coming and taking over as the host and pushed me to the guest role at the podcast that's named after me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, when you hear these when you hear these athletes getting podcasts, like Bryce Young getting his own podcast, he's not hosting the show, okay? These guys. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. You remember when we had Mac Jones okay. on the host of the show? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We did do that. We, did, we, we should, I should find I should find that and cue that up for uh, the Commitment Issues podcast and see if I could find that clip. Uh, but anyway, welcome back. This podcast has been gone for a while. Hopefully be back uh, with Rob interviewing guests and maybe myself uh, interviewing Rob and Rob talking with other people that hopefully aren't me. So I don't have to be on here all the time. Let's pick somebody up so I can stay the host. All right, let's jump right into it. The number one player in the country, Shaden Sharp, he commits to Kentucky. This kind of came together quickly, I guess, the announcement, but this was sort of expected, right? Yeah, everybody, you know, as expected, as they say. Uh, everybody, oh, yeah. kind of was, everybody kind of knew this was coming for a while, I think, um, with Shaden, you know, kind of trending in that direction for some time. Hold on, my mic came undone, Woody. Sorry, bro. That's okay. Well, Dave will, Dave's going to have to edit it. Oh, you did sound far away, so I, was, uh, I did yeah, think that. I just leave now so the light was off. Okay. Sound a little bit better now? Yeah. All right. All right. Ready? Yeah. Just go back into talking about Shaden. Oh, yeah. I think it was expected. I think I think this was kind of expected for some time with Shaden to Kentucky. I don't think it took anybody off guard. Uh, what's interesting about it, though, is this could just be the start. You know, he's the number one player in the country. Uh, he's got a, a massive upside and a pretty high floor. I don't think that Shaden Sharp is going to bust out the way that some top-ranked heads do. Uh, I think he's a pretty surefire lottery pick, uh, which is good. But this could also just be the start for Kentucky. I mean, this is trending. You know, they have him and they have the point guard Sky Park already in this class. Uh, and there are some big pieces out there for them that look like they're going to fall in place to where not only will this class be the number one class in the country, it could be a super class of sorts. So before we move on to superclass talk, I've seen a lot of TikToks about Shaden. He was unranked. This guy was a three-star. Nobody had ever heard of him in their lives, and now he's number one. He was Give the number little... 11 player in the country. <laughs> so give us a little background. Did we have him ranked higher, and then he was a three-star elsewhere? What, what was going on? When I took over the rankings from Bossy, he was a five-star, but he was the lowest five-star. The first time I updated him, we made him the number 11 player in the country. We shot him from 20-whatever to 11. Uh, and then we shot him from 11 to 1 this time. So I don't know. I mean, maybe he was a three-star as a junior before I kind of took the rankings over. I wouldn't know that. But when I got here at this time last year, he was a five-star. So it's not like he shot from three-star to one. Uh, it was done in increments, at least. Uh, he was, you know, he was number 11 player in the country until this last update. Okay. All right. So take that, TikTok experts. Uh, <laughs> they haven't cited our rankings. There's ES there'll be an ESPN screenshot or something like that. So that's uh, that's why I was curious. So getting back to super class, can Kentucky do it? You mentioned they got two pieces now. They got Sharp. They got Sky Clark, who's who's injured. Correct. Yeah, he's injured, and he's well. He's been injured, but he's going to play this season. 
Okay, so he'll be back soon. But so, so who else can they land? Are we got? Are we talking like, you know, one of the best classes in the past ten years? How good is this class going to be? It, it, you know, they're they're in play for number for number three, Derek Lively. Uh, that's not really a slam dunk, but it's pretty close. Like, you know, I think Duke is involved there, and there's some pro options, but I I think that they probably I think it's safe to say they leave there. Uh, Casey Wallace, who's an electric guard. Uh, from Pro Skills, uh, he plays for a Houston AAU team. He is announcing in November. He is almost, you know, there's no locks in recruiting, but he's as close to a lock as you can get. Uh, he's going to end up there. And then they're on, the, you know, they're in play for Chris Livingston too, who's another top ten player. Uh, and you know, people think they they lead for him too. You know, Georgetown's there. Some pro options may also be in play for him. But I think Kentucky is the pronounced leader in that one as well right now. And if they end up with all those guys, I mean, that's you know, I don't have the, the rankings in front of me, but that's three of the top 10 and then you add in sky that's four of the top 21 or something uh, it's it's it could be quite an interesting class and what's more so, about it oh go ahead, go ahead. We can get into it. Oh, I, I was gonna say they weren't very good last year <laughs> and i wrote about that today it, you know i think there's something to be said for this like name image and likeness era for kentucky where it's like they're too big to fail like the brand no matter if you win nine games last year, which they did, it was the worst season since like 1921 or something for them. And any other blue blood even would experience like some kind of speed bump on the recruiting trail, wouldn't you think? But instead they do this. And I think it's because it's the, it's the, the Kentucky brand is so much more important now that kids can make money off their, their name, image, likeness and that fan base. Uh, I think you see it when you look at Nebraska football should be doing this kind of thing where the more rabid the fan base about your team, uh, the more exposure it has, you know, the more money there is to be made. So maybe win-loss records are pushed to the back burner and brands are pushed to the front. And Kentucky's brand is what? It's massive fan base. It's one-and-done players that end up in the NBA. It's everything these kids are looking for in the NIL era. And the stars have kind of aligned here. So, you know, the nine-win season is over. I don't think that matters at all. Nobody, nobody even remembers. They just remember I can make more money uh, promoting myself at Kentucky at a program like that than I can at any other program in the country. That's a mention, Mike. I mean, basketball and football, we're all just trying to pretend like last year didn't exist. I mean, you know, the championships count, but like the no fans and stuff, just like it was easy for people to check. You're getting These guys, these kids are getting tested every day. It was pretty easy for them to be like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. No, it's almost like we should throw everything out. In, in, just imagine like, getting games canceled at the last minute, you know, it's got to be so hard to get ready uh, for games. And, you know, especially in basketball where teams were going two and three weeks without playing games. So how much, if anything, do you think like the changing of the guard at the other school, you know, at like a Duke and a North Carolina, how much does that factor into Kentucky kind of cleaning up since they've had stability there with their staff? Uh, I think it matters. I think it, maybe not a ton. Uh, you know, I don't think a lot of these, you know, I don't think Shaden Sharp was ever going to end up at Duke or North Carolina just because it's kind of different, I think, as far as marketing opportunities, as far as, as far as things like that. And, you know, the changing of the guard of those two schools definitely definitely helps Kentucky a little bit. I just don't know if it's, it's a massive push. Uh, maybe the NCAA investigation at Kansas also helps. But if you think of all the blue ones <laughs> – I mean, they're all in trouble in some way. It's, you know, you've got uncertainty with coaching changes at these two. And then at Kansas, you've got the NCAA stuff looming. So it is kind of the perfect storm for Kentucky to be like, 
the only and you know they won nine games last year so it's not like they're in pretty you know they don't have their own drawbacks uh so it did i think the stars did kind of align for them to to kind of shine through against those other programs all right so we'll see if kentucky can pull it off that's going to be that's going to be tough but especially it's been such a crazy year with so many players reclassifying the way that the, the rankings have changed and everything but and i still gotta uh, take my because they, they, you know, it's an overtime league, or it's, and then you know they're calling to ask me why I don't get the players ranked, and it's, it's been, it's a bold new world in college basketball, and it impacts me. You know, I'm gonna be real selfish here and complain about this, but <laughs> you know, you've got you've got 16 year olds turning pro now, and then what do you do? You know, you're gonna rank them against high school players and pros. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that when we get to the overtime league discussion. Real quick, in the news, Mark Few, uh, Gonzaga coach. Uh, got a DUI in Idaho, went across the straight line to Old Coeur d'Alene. Beautiful country up there. <laughs> you say so much. So, uh, the, the lake in Cor- thought, He got the DUI at like at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> Labor Day weekend, it's different. <laughs> hey, listen, you're out on a boat on that lake all day. You don't know what, you know, you don't even know what time it is. So uh, I kind of, I guess I can understand that. But from a, you know, it's a serious topic, obviously. If one of his plus probably one of his players, we're talking, he might get kicked out of the program. I saw a couple of media outlets from Spokane saying, look, there's got to be consequences and repercussions. Do you think, A, do you think he's going to get suspended? And B, do you think it could have any type of impact on the season? I think he'll get suspended. I think they have to suspend him. You know, they've suspended players for similar things. Uh, you know, they had that whole magic mushroom incident up there that I can't really remember who was involved with that, but you know, people got suspended for a couple games. I think they'll give him two or three games. Uh, and that'll be it. And will it impact the season? I I don't know. Probably not. They're loaded, man. Like if they're gonna win with or without him on the on the bench. <laughs> it's I I the real test anyway of Gonzaga is the NCAA tournament. They can lose five games in the regular season. They can go undefeated in the regular season. But if they don't win the national championship, everybody's going to look at them like a failure anyway. So it really doesn't matter what happens you know, in the regular season as long as they make the tournament because nobody cares anymore. You know, Now with Gonzaga, it's like it, they're not the cute Cinderella anymore. It's they have to win the national title. They have the number one player in the country. It's, it's, they're number, they're going to be the number one team in the country, and it's what everyone expects. Yeah, obviously that's that's lingering. And guess what, Mark Few, get a get an Uber. I mean, what are we doing? Like it's two thousand point. Are there Ubers in Idaho? Like, I, you know, is watching this. Like, I don't really know. Whatever happens in Idaho is not my business, and it's never seemed like my business. But it's not a place that I, I was reading the article, Woody, and it said he was cited for DUI. It's like they didn't arrest the guy. Like that, that's fine. There's gonna be a ticket in Idaho, and you go on. Go on your way, sir. Have a nice day. <laughs> Sorry for stopping you. <laughs> Get a so for, for those who don't know, like, I mean, Spokane and, and Idaho, you're, you're, you're not far from the border. You're like half an hour, maybe 45 minutes from crossing over. So that's why it, it was easy for him to be in Idaho when he lives in uh, Washington. I just think like, and it is so. Yeah, maybe he's not Uber in that whole way, but it, you, there's not a lot of excuses to get a DUI these days. There never was, you know. But like, come on, man. Like, you, you know. especially if you're rich, it's like I can understand if you can't afford an Uber. But I mean, he can afford like a car service. Get the car service. Right. He, 
or horseback buggy <laughs> or whatever they got going on in Idaho. People who people who go to my gym when they go to the south side of town take a car service, you know what I mean? So I think I think Mark Few could probably throw down for one too. Uh but, you know, he's a Mark down. Funny, I'd, be rolling, I'd be rolling a limousine like Ted DiBiase. Listen, as, as you know, Mark Few went to my rival high school, Cresswell, and I went to Cottage Grove. And let's just say, you know, Don Pollard never got any DUIs. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Just, I'm, just throwing, I'm just throwing it out there for, the, uh, for my Oregon listeners at home. So, all right, let's move on. You mentioned the overtime league. Now, this is tricky. So, basically, we have uh, – a hype beast internet account or internet company that takes players and talks about how they're going crazy all the time. Everyone's going crazy and they've decided they, they got seed money to basically produce the real world. So they're basically MTV. If MTV ran the NBA, so they're exactly, they're paying, they're paying the kids to come play in this league. Now, there's not very many players. I don't know. Who, who are they going to play each so, other? Eventually, they want to have a whole league. But I had a call with their PR guy the other day. They're going to start with three teams. It's going to be based in Atlanta. They've got a whole facility down there that they want me to come tour, and I probably will, or they're getting a whole facility done out there. Um, and they're going to play a mix of themselves and other teams. Now, who the other teams were, I don't know if they're going to be like elite AAU teams or if they're going to be like other pro teams from semi-pro leagues or whatever it's going to be, but there's going to be some sort of schedule. And I assume the way that they want to make the money is through, is through, you know, social media and YouTube and, and monetizing kind of the, the, like you said, the reality show aspect of this. So someone mentioned it to me and said, Hey, what are you that overtime leagues looking for someone to work for them here in town? You'd be perfect for it. And I was like, no, I would not. I'm sorry. I would not. What do they want you to do? It's like social stuff. Like they're, you know, they're like, oh, you run the popular TikTok account. You'd have access to the athletes because they live in the house. They have to do they live there. Like they have Wait, to do it. It's like the real world. It's 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 like, you know, 33 <laughs> football players or basketball players picked to live in a house. I think it's more like an apartment complex, but yeah, I, I the way so I understand or no, not Dawson. What's the name of that show? Well, it's kind of like 90210, but it was in the apartment complex. Melrose Place. Melrose Place, yeah. It's like Melrose Place, but with the league town. Now, they got paid anywhere from – because because initially it was like, oh, it's 100000 They're going to pay each player 100000 But I saw some bigger figures get thrown yeah, out. So. Some guys are getting half a million. Some guys are getting a million. There are some big, there are some big numbers out there. They're throwing around some big-time money, and they're getting some big-time players. And I'm all for anything that gets these kids paid. So as I've told the overtime people, man, I'm rooting for them. I hope it works. It's going to be mighty interesting, though, because it's so unlike anything else. And you just wonder if the streams and whatever can support it. I mean, I hope so, because like I said, anything that's getting these guys money for the talent is worth it. It's hard to start a league at all. Like, it's just hard. Like, okay, the NBA G League, we saw that we're seeing players go straight to the G League. They're in obscurity. Jalen Green, you know, the number two pick in the draft, it's like we basically didn't hear from him for a year plus. You know what I mean? He was basically in Siberia as far as 99% of like NBA fans or basketball fans were concerned. Now, like you said, I don't begrudge anyone to go get money. The problem is you have to decide is 100000 
when you're 16 worth basically you're not gonna be able to go to the nba until you're 19 at the earliest how much money are you going to be able to make and are you giving up the aforementioned nil opportunities to go be off the rate and i'm sure overtime's gonna be putting these dudes on their feeds non-stop it's gonna be it's just insane. such a it's like a delicate balance though right like if you believe in yourself and you think that for sure you're going to the NBA or some other pro league, why not take the money? You know, now also on the other end of that spectrum, if you don't believe in yourself at all and you think there's no way I'm ever going to get paid to play basketball in my life, why take the money? You know, you can always use it. To pay. I'm telling you, if you're like a low end, a low end recruit on this thing and they offer you a hundred thousand dollars and you're the number. 110 player in the country then you, the wheels start to have to spin right like <laughs> you know i can take this play there for a little while and then hopefully maybe go overseas when i exhaust my overtime league eligibility because i don't think they're going to have 65 year old veterans playing in the field. <laughs> <laughs> you, i don't think there's going to be a 28 year old out there guarding a 16 year old <laughs> who will be the first overtime league hall of fame <laughs> Somebody that just plays in the overtime league for like 16 years. He's got knee braces. Boy, that you're going to be hearing from that PR guy after this uh, this podcast <laughs> makes it. Up. It's come on, it's funny to laugh. But well, as I, said, I do. I, I mean, look, it. like I, I'm going to go and write a whole thing. You know, I've been overwhelmingly positive about the league. I like that it exists. I hope it works. But the thought of like a 35 year old man playing it, it is funny. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry it just is. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I could have some eligibility over there. Uh, <laughs> I I have seen so so the bottom line is now from from our perspective, like you said, we will leave these kids ranked with a star ranking, correct? But yeah. we can't like the the rivals exist to rank players that are going to play in college, whether that's in football or basketball. Once they're professionals, that's out of our hands. It's like like LaMelo Ball was a five-star when he was in high school. And then he went off to Lithuania or wherever else. We took him out of the rankings. Right. He stayed a five-star. The record shows he's a five-star. But he, he's not in numerical rankings because for the people who read our site, they want to know, hey, Kansas got the number one eligible player in the country. Yes. And Kentucky got number two. And North Carolina got number three. Not, well, he's number 11 because – the previous also, what, what class do you put them in you know that's the other thing like they may all end up in the nba or pro leagues at different years like you can't rank them by their birth year because let's face it everybody lies about their birth year it's there's not like a place to put them it doesn't it doesn't really make sense so are are you going to go uh, by the way overtime pr guy where's my invite to come over i mean come yeah. on man he's a nice guy no yeah i do want to go as soon as it gets set up because i'm interested in it. like i said any way i can help this thing like get some pr maybe get some traction i'm all for it um and i'd like to kind of go see it for myself and you know me man i'm interested in anything that's a little bit different and this is different and i it's you know it's commendable like the xfl didn't work uh it, like you said it's hard to start leagues but nobody's ever tried to start a league that was also a reality show this there could be an appeal look if i'm joining the overtime league i want some overtime equity that's what i'm asking i mean like, look you can give me 100 grand but i want like i want some shares man i want some equity in the company because 
if it works, it's going to be big time. And if it doesn't, well, it's possible they haven't landed their biggest fish yet. Like, could you see like a Mikey Williams, like somebody that's uh, already yes. got like such a big brand? Like maybe he's the one that gets the shares, you know? Because you get Mikey, you get Drake, you get Drake, then what? You know? Where I I I would be from my perspective, I wouldn't expect Mikey Williams to play college basketball in any way, shape. No, or I wouldn't either. But there's probably there you know there are other pro leagues if he decides he doesn't want to do the overtime. I just wonder, like, between Australia, the the G League, and the Overtime League, and then college, I mean, do we think this is good for the – like, what does this do to the college game? Because to me, it only – this is a talent that's not being funneled into college, and this is this is three teams worth of guys, and then not to mention the guys that go to the G League and then the few guys that go to Australia. We're talking 30, 40 players that aren't going to be in college basketball. It hurts it for sure, um, but you know, it's I'm not going to be the one that sits around here and cries for the NCAA. You know, maybe they should figure <laughs> out a way. Uh, but the you know the, the name, image, and likeness thing has helped. I mean, look at if you would have told me Amani Bates was going to college at this time last year, I would have said no. There's no way. And here we are. You know? Well, at this time last year, he was like a freshman in high school, and now he's a freshman in college. <laughs> 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 I mean. That's what I'm saying. The, the reclassification is just uh, we could we could touch on that. We could and touch the worst on that. Thing is for me, it's like I submit the rankings, they come out, an hour later, two kids are already one's in the overtime league and one's in 2021, and it's like, all right, <laughs> and now you gotta wait a whole nother cycle to get these kids out of there. Yeah, so and that's just the way we have to handle it. I mean. When a guy that we we it's now popping up more in football, obviously, but when a guy he leaves early and joins school, he's he's class of twenty twenty one. I mean, for for during <laughs> sorry, I just I got an image of Patrick Ewing in the knee braces playing in the overtime. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, two thousand and six Patrick Ewing in an overtime jersey popped in my head. I lost it. <laughs> sorry. So with Bates and Duran at Memphis, I mean, do, do you have them as a, as a, a final four favorite? What are your thoughts on how that's going to work? No, look, look, this reminds me of the first Frank Martin class at K-State where they got Michael Beasley, who was number one in the class at the time. And they had Bill Walker, who wasn't two, but, you know, he was like eight. And there was this influx of talent. You know, Jacob Pullen was on the team. And there were growing pains, you know? I mean, there was a game that I was at in Cincinnati where Michael Beasley forgot his shoes in the hotel, had the worst game of his life, even though he led the entire NCAA in scoring that season. Uh, and case they got their doors blown off by Xavier. There were games where that happened, and there's going to be growing pains. And I think a successful year for that Memphis team is the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Anything over than that is gravy. And I, I, I don't want to imagine a world where Penny Hardaway coaches this team to the Sweet 16 and still is kind of looked at as a failure. And, you know, I could see that happening, and I just think that would be unfair. I don't think that you can expect a team carried by two freshmen who have recently reclassified to all of a sudden be a national title favorite. Like, it's it's a lot of expectation that I think is a little bit unwarranted. Uh, and I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they're going to be a formidable team. And I think they're going to push to maybe be a Sweet 16 Elite 8 team. But I, I don't think that you can put national title or bust on this kind of team. I, I just I don't think that's right. Yeah, it was so crazy how it all came together from the from not only them going deciding to go to Memphis and not go pro, but to do it immediately. 
<laughs> I just, I didn't like high school that much. Could I have just like a week before my senior year been like, now I'm going to go to college. Now. <laughs> like, what would I have had to do? I don't know. You'd have to go to the guidance counselor's office and, you know, hope for the best, I guess. I don't, you know, to think about it though, my senior, my second semester of my senior year, I had like three classes. So yeah, yeah I guess it yeah. worked in the summer and I mean, I guess that's it. And the only yeah, reason I had to take five is because I was playing sports. Yeah, I was working. I was working 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. And then I my first class was until like 11 a.m. I'd go to school from like 11 a.m. Where, where were we working at 1 a.m.? Safeway. Oh, I just oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. I had to stock the soda shelves, man. I was running the soda department. I couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, People listen. need their Dr. Thunder or whatever. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, do you want to go over some of the fake uh, soda names before Dr. we wrap Dr. up. Dr. Thunder is one I remember because it was huge at college. Okay, so Dr. Thunder was, that wasn't a Safeway brand though. Uh, Safeway's fake Dr. Pepper was Dr. Becker. <laughs> Even worse. What was the fake Mountain Dew? Like Citrus Drop or something like that? Mountain Breeze. Oh, they didn't even, they were even, yeah. Like, <laughs> those aren't even like, at least Walmart tried to like, you know, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Mountain Breeze is pretty good. This is nurse uh, salt. <laughs> I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find like, if there's like a Wikipedia, you know, like what was, what were they, what were they called besides that? Because there, a lot of them, they just went like, okay, it's cola, it's cherry cola, it's club soda, it's grapefruit, it's lemon lime. Yeah, but if you're going to start imitating Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew, you got to have names because those aren't really flavors. Like Mountain Dew is not a flavor. Oh, wait, excuse me. I was mixing up. Okay, Dr. Becker was the is like the natural brand, like the uh, – yeah, okay. You know, you know, you buy it at like Dr. Becker's, like the like the stuff you'd buy at like Trader Joe's or like a weirdo grocery store. Dr. You. Skipper was the Safeway. <laughs> Dr. Skipper. Oh my lord! And the rest of them are whatever. I'll, let me look up Dr. Be I got to figure out who Dr. Becker is. Well, there's, the Mountain Dew one is a whole name too. It's I know there's like a citrus drop or the Walmart one had a crazy name. Oh, Dr. Becker's Dr. Becker's Blue Sky. Remember Blue Sky? Like it's like a weird natural soda with real sugar. That I remember Jones, Jones Cola. Oh I yeah, Jones Cola is still around. Who is the who is the off-brand? So you know, like Mountain Dew is big with the gaming community, I think. So is the off-brand Mountain Dew? Are they like the people that have the Turbo Graphic 16 or like Sega CD or like what? Mountain breeze. I can't. <laughs> oh man, what a time! Mountain breeze. I. Was there I don't know. Was there an off-brand surge? I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm looking at mountain breeze. Here's some other ones. There was mountain frost, mountain rapids, also. Um, and these are all I, mountain Dew spinoffs. Yeah, they're fake. Yeah, bootleg. Mount, oh, Mountain Splash. How many of these are still on the market? I'm not sure. This is like a YouTube video of a guy doing, oh, Mountain Frost, Mountain Lightning, Mountain Lion. Mountain, Mountain Lightning Lion. is the one. That's the one. 
that you want that was in my dorm room please i probably went through 100 cases of mountain lightning <laughs> that how, about, how about food lion calling theirs mountain lion come on that's terrible <laughs> i had no idea there were this many of them like i thought it was mountain dew mountain lightning and citrus drop or whatever it was oh mountain yeah. mountain rapids and it's Publix apparently has mountain splash which I've never heard of. I'll investigate the next time I'm in there. Anyway. All right. So that wraps up this week's uh, basketball show, Florida man and friends, myself, Woody being the friend, be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite favorite podcast platform, leave us a review and you can also watch the show on YouTube. So uh, be sure to check us out, follow Rob on Twitter as well. And check out the commitment issues feed where Rob is making a guest appearance, right after we finish recording this. All right. Thanks, Rob.